So today I am very, very happy to be joined with both a personal friend of mine as well as friend of the show and very uh, well-respected and acclaimed designer, uh, oh. Vital Lacerda, <laughs> designer of Vinos, the Galleris, CO2, Kanban, the upcoming Lisboa, as well as a host of other games that we're going to be talking about. So my friend, Vital, thank you for joining me. And thanks you. Thank you for inviting me, and it's a pleasure to be here talking with you and to all the people who, are, who is listening. Cool, cool. So uh, can you hear me now? Oh, well, yeah, we're we're totally good. Um, okay. So Amanda will come take care of the audio on my end as far as turning the microphone up a little okay. bit. But thank you're you, totally Amanda. Fine. All right. So uh, so it's about what eight thirty nine thirty your time right now. Yeah, it's 9.30, 9.30. Okay, yeah, 9:30. I appreciate it's okay. it. I know you're a bit of a night owl, so this kind of works for you, yeah. right? <laughs> I like this hour, it's true. Uh, usually I'm working or, or watching some some shows in, in, in TV, so I'm not uh, a guy that likes to, to go out much, but I like to go out when we meet at the conventions. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> that is a great time, yeah. I'm looking forward to uh, hanging out some at Origins here in a couple of weeks as well, which I'm excited yeah. you're going to be joining. Uh, I will Eagle be Griffin at, right? States. Cool. <laughs> I'm very eager to go. Yeah. Good. I, I've been in New York once. Uh, I don't know, ten years ago, probably. Yeah. And yeah, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. Good. All right. It'll be uh, it'll be good to have you because you and I met up uh, when we were at Essen last year, but have not had a chance to uh, to actually hang out outside the convention because, as you know, as you know, it's uh, pretty exhausting there. Yeah, but we meet one evening. Yeah, we met one evening during your uh, meeting uh, when you. Um, when you make the that uh, union of uh -huh. uh, that follow every games and that follow, that follow every cardboard and uh, like to play every games. Yep. Uh, that's what I'm talking about about uh, yeah uh, every every cardboard uh, con because I was eager to to be there because you play games uh, that I really love. Well, we would uh, love to have you one year uh, if we can get the so. schedule yeah. to work out. It, it, That'd be it's great. on my to-do list for sure. Yeah, it is. Cool. That'd be a lot of fun. So let's go ahead and get started. So first and foremost, uh, what got you started? I mean, let, let me preface. We already had an interview, you, me, and back when Tony was on the show. But I figure for folks that are on YouTube that uh, that haven't maybe listen to our previous interview i figure i would kind of start at the basics and we have okay. a, a bit of freedom here uh we we don't have a big time limit on this so we'll start out with what got you started in the hobby as a gamer oh i don't know i i always play games right so <laughs> since monopoly or since clue uh i always play games all right yes i had uh, into uh, the bigger more hobby yeah, style it, games I can tell you this is there is a story behind it. Um, I played mahjong with a couple of my friends during three or four years in a row, almost every weekend. So I'm a mahjong professional. <laughs> oh, it was at that time. Uh, I, I play with the real rules, not the mahjong from computer. Um, my, my my parents live in China, so they bring me a nice set of mahjong. In, 
and bamboo. Yeah, really cool. And I played that game two or three years. And but I get bored, of course. Bajong has a lot of luck, and I'm not fan of games with luck, so you know. Oh, so I'm well aware. Yeah, and talking with Sandra, I I I, I was sure that uh, in the world should should have more games, <laughs> more modern games than only Mahjong cards or um, Monopoly or. Uh, make a search in internet and bang, BGG come up. <laughs> so, and from that day, my life uh, completely changed. <laughs> so, I, so yeah. oh, go ahead, keep going. No, I, I just start to buying uh, Puerto Rico, the top 100 at the time. It was 2005, maybe, and. Um, Puerto Rico, then uh, game from Nizia, it was Tigris and Euphrates. I think you never did a review of it or you never did a run through. Of did what you? game? Uh, Tigris and Euphrates. Oh, Tigris and Euphrates. We, yes. we, we did a trailer on it because we've only played it a couple of times, but, uh, but it's one that we definitely want to go back and revisit. Cool, because it's the only Nizia I love. <laughs> so I'm Nizia fans, but it is. It's the only Nizia I really like. I played that game. I don't know, three hundred times maybe. Seriously? Uh, yeah, because I had a friend that is completely fan of the game, and we played two two players in half an hour. We can we could finish a game in half an hour, uh, two players, and the game was really cool at the time. Yeah. But I think I don't play it for about five years, probably. So, so many new games to try, oh, right? So, don't, yeah. don't I know that? Yeah. So, so, so okay. So I know I, I had read in a previous interview that you had done that you actually came up with a uh, diceless version of Monopoly. Sorry. <laughs> oh, back when you were young, when you were when you were a little kid. Oh, you said yeah, yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> I, I did. I, I had my own rules because I didn't like the time that the the, the game <laughs> take. And one of the things I really hate is that my friends could uh, um, be uh, put away from the game before the game ended. And one or two guys just keep going during three or more or four hours. So I made a set of rules. I had I don't know. 14, 15 years old, probably. <laughs> That's awesome. But it was in another life, yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so that was kind of your first, I don't know, take on on designing games or at least really? revisiting games, right? Yeah, probably. But I think that my first redesigned was the, the map of Age of Steam. The uh, Portugal map, yes. Yeah. That's where I start to trying to design some games, and yeah, I was a fan, as you know, from Martin Wallace, and my favorite game at that time was Apps, and I decided why not to make one map from Portugal because nobody knows my country, so <laughs> let's do it. So okay, and so so what motivated you to do it? Just because you wanted to put Portugal on the map, so to speak. Yeah, that was one of the reasons. There are so many maps from Age of Steam and none for Portugal. I'm for Portuguese. I'm Portuguese. Why not? Yeah. So I tried to design a map and just for fun and uh, try it with some friends. They like it. 
and I place it, I upload it, load stuff on BGG. So, and yeah, right now the map is still there. Yep. Anyone can play it, and it's a free map to everybody. Yeah, uh, I, I actually, uh, one of my buddies, Chad, actually uh, printed it up on nice paper for me and got it, and it's Amanda and I have, have played it and definitely enjoy it. So. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, absolutely yeah. we did. It's it's a very tight map, right? <laughs> it is. but Yeah, it starts with my design. So. <laughs> good, good age of steam should be, right? So, okay, so let's get into talking about design a little bit. Now, to me, the most important question here to start with is who do you design for? I mean, I've heard of stories of, of different designers designing for different people, whether it's themselves or, or otherwise, but who does Vital design for? Oh, uh, I think... Uh, I start designing, at least I start designing for myself and my friends because uh, we had a great group, not right now because everyone followed their lives, but um, we had a great group at the beginning and probably. Uh, and uh, I start designing for them and for me because it's the kind of game. I still do because I only design games that I really like. And most of the people knows because I still play my games. I'm playing my games on, online, I play my games live. I, I really like to play them. Not only to play tests, but also after they are played, they are. Uh, so I think that that's it. No more story behind me. So. All right. So, so on that note, the friends are likely to play the same games I do. I do. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked to hear that you don't burn out on your own games after playtesting as much as you do. One of the things that I really believe is that if you don't design what you love, you shouldn't design at all. Okay, so I only be able to do it right because I only design things that I think I can play after it's released uh, it doesn't worth the, the, the time and the trouble and so many hours in playtesting so many discussions barring uh, uh, troubling with so many people that are involved in making a game if you at the end don't like the result right so that makes total sense I, to me I'm very lucky to be able to work with companies or being working with companies that give me um, a, a green card to do whatever I, I be and not can have that lucky, right? So sure. Okay. I am well, let, let's 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 go with that then. So I mean, lately you've been working a lot, uh, as you guys can see with the boxes that are behind me and around. Uh, with uh, both Stronghold Games as well as Ego Griffin Games. So how did those relationships come to be? How did you start working with those two companies in particular? And why them? Well, do you know that I start to work with uh, What's Your Game? Uh, I'm very... Uh, I appreciate right. a lot the original Vinos, their company. Right. Yep. Yeah. I appreciate a lot of the company. I love Mariano, the owner of the company. You know Mariano. Oh, yes. And I, I love their games. So, <laughs> and I, I was, a, once again, I was a 
could contact him uh, by emails when I drawing my first draft of Vinhos. And he immediately saw, saw something in the game and told me we will publish your game. So I'm very thankful to him because without him, I will not be here talking to you today. <laughs> so, and, but things move on, right? And after that, um, uh, he didn't have time to publish more games because he had another games that he preferred. Good problem and to I have for him. With CO2 with Giochix, another Italian publisher and the Gyokis uh, go to Strongholds because they both published CO2 so uh, it was a partnership between uh, both companies and after that I met Steven from Strongholds and they he asked me for another game I had Kanban at the time I started to work with Stronghold and it was all a coincidence nothing planned uh, took the, the, the path they had. Um, and Eagle Games, Eagle Griffin is another story. Um, they want Vinhos for a long time. Uh, I received some emails from them during, uh, I still don't have the rights from Vinhos, they belong to What's Your Game, but uh, they always want to publish Vinhos. And at the time, I only I was designing the gallerist and asked him. I don't have the the rights for Vinus, but I have another game. And they said to me, "No, that game is too heavy for us. We don't have time to develop that game." And I told him, "You don't have to do anything. I do everything. You gave me uh, green cards to do what I want, and I deliver a uh, key on your hand. I deliver the game for you to produce and distribute." And uh, well, that's what happened. They left the game after the, they are ready and they adjust it a little bit and they produced and distributed. Just ask me for more games <laughs> and I had Vinhos to, 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 to remake and now they want some more games from me and I'm happy with it. Uh, yeah. That's, that's awesome. It. Very cool. Um, so getting back now to your designs in general theme yeah. obviously plays a big part it's something uh, that you have to be passionate about the theme yeah Vinus, yeah I, i'm losing you oh sorry I'm sorry yeah, the, no, again no. the joys of technology from yeah. denver colorado to yeah. to portugal to Lisboa, uh, so okay so let, let's let's try it again so i was talking about how theme is such an important thing to you and it's got to be something that you're passionate about the the theme or something that you're interested in at least so you design theme first mechanic first well you know that i design theme first right uh, i don't start a game without i don't start any design without being passionate because one of the things i love to do and this is one of the most uh, the most the, the part of that that I love the most uh, before uh, developing or creating a game is to research about the team. Two, it's my uh, least known game, but I research uh, the team during about six months before I start play testing the game. So I really love and Vinos was had two reasons. The first one is, once more, I want to place the map of Portugal in the industry. And the second one was because 
my my uncle uh, is uh, uh, enologist uh, is uh, no kidding. engineer agricola engineering uh, it's how, how do you say it's farmer engineering farmer I yeah, don't know. no it's, no it's yeah, a guy that good. works in, yeah. yeah it's a guy who works on the, the with the, the stuff from earth <laughs> right so and um, he, he loves vineyards he loves yeah, I love him so. Uh, and the, it was my first offer. It was to, to him uh, when I published the game. I offered the game. He still have the game, I believe, but never opened it. Just to watch it, probably, but never <laughs> played it because it's not a gamer. But yeah, um, it was my gift to him at that time. That's uh, really cool. Yeah, that's one story that started me to to research the, the team. To, to all right. To, so, so what inspires uh, you though to to design these? I know you talk, you just mentioned how you have to be passionate about whatever the theme is, but where does this passion come from? What 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 keeps you up at night? Uh, that keeps you passionate about designing. What yeah, is it about? It really, it? it really keeps me up at night finding solutions for the games. Yeah, <laughs> many times I don't I don't uh, sleep just because I'm with my head is. Uh, 100,000 kilometers an hour. So, yeah, um, the project, I really can't stop thinking on it uh, and, until I find, until I'm happy with it. Um, uh, maybe that's an obsession, <laughs> I don't know, but uh, once I start sensing and I want to get to the finish, I cannot stop uh, thinking about it and I keep going. Uh, uh, until it's finished, so uh, doing the stuff that can take about two, three years to be finished, right? Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. I, I just love to design games, and I just play testing and change them, and uh, uh, work hours with friends, and uh, yeah. All right, so I'm leaving my dream. So, <laughs> right so on, on that note, though, because I know you are so passionate and so excited about both refining, playtesting, and all those things, how how do you decide a game is done? Because I mean, let's think. I mean, let's be honest. You can you can design a game forever and always be constantly tweaking and changing. And yeah, and, it's true, right? So you you saw that by Vinyos. Exactly. <laughs> so no. So how do you twice. how do you decide when a game is done? When do you say, okay, that's it. Here you go. Let's go publish. I make some push-up to have at least one game in here, okay? Because because the industry works like that. I want to have a game a year. Uh, which game? I don't know. Never know. But uh, I, I usually I usually look for some gimmick in my game, and when that gimmick appears or that gimmick for for some reason uh, showed up. Uh, I understand that the game is finished. For instance, um, with, when I designed the gallerist, uh, the, um, the influence track didn't work as it works today. Okay. And I was about two months 
developed the game with me and we talked about the game and the game was around and around and around and I didn't feel, feel, I didn't felt that I had the solution for the game is finished. Until one day that I decided, or I discovered, I created, I don't know, the influence track and the work, the way it worked. And I said to me, okay, that's what I mean. That's, this is what it means on the game. So the game is ready from now on. And feeling, then uh, precision. And after it, you play the same game a few times, I don't know, five, six times, and you don't want to change anything. So if you don't want to change anything, probably the game <laughs> will be ready. So, so that's, that's the moment. You get there, as you say, the gimmick or the hook to yeah. the game, the, the, the one yes. unique thing about it. Something and then... that I was... Find it, uh, yeah. And yeah, that sometimes is very uh, annoying because you know that the idea is there somewhere and you cannot find it, okay? <laughs> and I cannot finish the game until I have this. But I cannot find it, but it will appear. I know that will. And that is very, ang ang I don't know the word, angustiant, uh, angust, it's the word. Uh, you don't feel good until uh, that. Oh, fight. you have angst. You, yes, angst. yes, 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 yes. Right. I got it. So, okay. yeah. And it's difficult those days sometimes, especially for Sandra and my kids, because I am in bad mood or something else. So, um, That's but yes, funny. Uh, after that, you play a few times and you don't want to change anything and you think the game is ready. Of course, after a thousand people, it is released and it's at the market and many people is playing and you receive uh, comments from all the world. Uh, you understand that it's not perfect, right? So, so that's how you th that's how you go back, or why I should say you go back and revisit some of these, whether it's Vinos like up here or the upcoming CO two, yeah, yeah, or, and CO two right now, but, uh, but there are uh, different reasons on Vinos and CO two. Um, the, the, the real uh, reasons about uh, my change in Vinus was that I want more players to play the game. And I knew that uh, the game was so heavy that most of the people that could enjoy the game will not play it because the rules are too much complex. So I decided to keep the game as it is because I really love it. I keep playing right now. And I want to try a new version that was not very different from the old one, but could bring more people to play the game. And I think uh, it was it worth the effort because now I heard and people write to me a version. Now I want to try the real the the, the original game. So I think my idea <laughs> was it and. Uh, it's working because now I have many people that never thought in version of the game. So, yeah, so streamline cool. it a little, make it a little bit more mass Want friendly, a little bit more game. right, a little bit yeah. more approachable. And then once they realize, oh hey, this 2016 version, this is yeah. pretty good. But hey, maybe I can't. Maybe that 2010 version isn't so scary anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Just add two or three rules more. You know how to play the game. Just add one or two rules more, and you can play the original. Then you choose what you want to play. Probably with new players, you want to play the new version. 
maybe when everybody knows how to play, just fair enough. That's easy uh, enough. Yeah, it's it's more heavier. Everyone knows that, uh, and people many times like heavier. <laughs> I love heavier. So uh, I, I do. You and I. I mean, yeah. that's part of where our kinship, where our friendship starts right. from, right? So okay. I know you. I know you say that uh, writing the rule book is the hardest part. A lot of times of designing a game. Yeah. So outside of writing the rule book, for you, what is the hardest part of designing the uh, a game? Whether it's regardless of what game it is. Oh, I, I don't know. Um, all the games have their problems and have their happinesses, that happiness moments. Um, when you find a mechanic that you really like, or you just made one that one suggested something that you see, oh, that's it. This is the easiest moment. This is very cool. The other moments are when you know that something is not working and you don't have a solution. And it can be days, sometimes weeks, until you find a solution. That's the hardest part of designing the game. I think the hardest part is this to be happy with it. So, <laughs> you know, uh, you I, really, do, I, I really need to be happy with it until uh, I keep going. Okay. So, so, so it's all about getting to a certain threshold for yourself to say, ah, okay, this is the game that it sh needs to be. This, uh, getting it to that point then. Yeah, not just the game. Sometimes just one mechanics or one part of the simulation of the game. Something that to be in the game. I will not touch this anymore until the end of the until it's released. For instance, in Lisbon, three or four years ago, probably four already, maybe more. I try with my friends with a group a playtest only with the part of downtown. So in very the beginning, I don't have the I didn't have the game at the time. I just had the grids of the downtown Lisbon of the buildings, the, right? Yeah, of the buildings and the idea how to place them and how to score the, those buildings on the grids. So and that part works so well that I keep them since the, the beginning, never change it, and all the game around it change a million times. So and. When you feel that, that's another good point on design games that I really love. It core, uh, a, a, a strong core on the game that every every part of the design could change, but the core is still there uh, all the game. For instance, with Kanban, Sandra is there from the beginning. With Vinus, I have the quadral since the beginning. So there are always a part of the game that I just created around the team and stay there all, all the way. And that is what I call the core of the game. And it's, it's I feel when it happens, developing the game until the end, the end, okay? Because sometimes you don't have the core and you have to, to release the designs. I have a lot of ideas in the shelves waiting for Sometime I could <laughs> take them or not. I have a thousand folders with teams and with ideas in my computer that I will never pick it up. Just All right. So, so empty folders. So run with that. So what? Okay. So if you have all these folders that you have that for whether it's theme 
or different uh, mechanisms or just different little nuggets of ideas yeah, that you have. Usually ideas, yeah, yeah. So how do you yeah. narrow that down? Because let's face it, I mean, I'm I'm sitting around four different games around me right now with, you know, whether it's the Galleris, Kanban, uh, Lisboa, or Vinos. How do you how do you choose that one and be like, okay, this is the one that I'm going to work on and this is what I'm going to try and make my next game. How do you make that determination? Well, one of the reasons, as I said, it's about the core. If I, am, if I have a strong idea that I think that can go 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 forwards, I do it. But I usually have three or four ideas uh, that I'm working on. For instance, one of games I'm working on right now it's Escape Plan. It's right. one of yeah adventure game uh, that is very different from my other games. It will be lighter. I don't know if you you like it, but it will be a lighter game. I start the game and it went to the shelf in 2009 and 2010. So it has a lot of years. And uh, I I choose to do to make other games after it and let this one uh, on hold during all this time because it was not heavy enough for what I want to do at the, that time. So, and the idea was not I want to follow at that time. And the time arrived and I now picked up again in the game. I playtested it a few times and said, oh, this idea that has in the beginning, it's strong, it can work. So probably it will be my next game. Let's see what happened, okay? Because, because I also have, a few other ideas still maybe some in tabletopia also that i play tested already but they are on hold i, I like to 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 grow old you know they can let it mature peers yeah they mature a little bit and i came back a few years a couple of years after and i can see clearly if i really like the idea if it will work or not, because when you start designing in the in the white in the white um, sheet, mm -hmm. uh, everything seems right. Something that you 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 draw there, it's okay. It's better than nothing. So, uh, but if you put it on old and after a few months or a couple of years go there, and you can see clearly if it works or not, and it's it's a process that works with me very well. Uh, and I can see much better if the game uh, worth to keep be developing or not. Um, people is waiting for one game that I'm develop developing. It's Mars, right? But for now, it's on old. So you know that's actually yeah. really interesting. Just to, as a side, because that's kind of where I'm at with the show. I have all these ideas for different content that I can produce, but I have this huge list and I'm like, how do I pare this down? So I like that idea of the yeah, fact that it, you kind of, okay, you maybe get one or two, put the rest aside, let them kind of mature and let them, let them run around in your head here and there in the back of your yeah, brain. Yeah, and you can see clearly if it works or not, right? So exactly. a few times after and it, it's, it's cool. And if you, Come back to the idea and say, "Oh, this is really a cool idea." I thought in the beginning, and now I can, um, I, I, I can uh, say that yes, I will go developing these. 
um, <laughs> someone's uh, just wrote on Mars, <laughs> on old. <laughs> yes, it is on old, but let's see how, how long it will be. Right. Uh, probably not not for long because <laughs> I played test the game a few times uh, with one of my developers, a great guy. Uh, you probably know him. He's Julian Pombo. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. One Ur Uruguayan guy. Yep. Very crazy. Uh, he is developing the solo versions. He's designing. He has been designing designing the the solo versions of the games with me, and uh, it's a great okay. He Mars with uh, with him a lot of times, and he really liked the idea. And let's see what happens. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, you had mentioned Tabletopia a couple times. Now I know that you are a huge fan of being able to use Tabletopia because you can get more playtests in. But you want to talk a little bit about that. Yeah, Tabletopia, I can say that changed my way of designing games. Uh, of course, playtesting, not designing, but the playtesting Understood, games. right. It, it, it also helped me to design because we can change stuff quickly. Um, it has a, a huge, uh, it has huge advantages because first you don't have to set up the game is already there, right? And sure. then you don't have to go to, to the houses of the friends and you just have to to wait some, someone to join uh, your table because it's open and let's try it. And even if the game doesn't work, you can adjust one uh, mechanics and start again. So, uh, so it's very quick and it can save me a lot of time of playtesting and can be playtested much more times. Lisboa had a huge time of playtesting. Um, the other big advantage is, is that you can play with completely unknown people and that is good to be able to get you ideas the out game. yeah that, and yeah and with people from every from all over the world right so you americans think in their way very different from the belgian or from uh, a german playing games and it's very fun to see an american and australian so Nobody <laughs> can play in the same way. Everybody plays in a different way. Americans just like to play games. So you like to beat each other. Not Germans always. Like, not like always. To play. Yeah, not always. It's true, but let's generalize things. Sure, okay? so, sure. Yeah, yeah. You like more war games than German like. Fair so, enough. Yeah, you play more war games likes to improve their economy playing almost the solo game right so they don't mind the the, the multiplayer solo game so you can see many different minds playing the same game at the same table so the ideas flow in the speed that is amazing to see and for me it's really ideas from everywhere that's very cool. Improves the games. That really helps me to improve my games. No, it because makes sense. Plus, you don't have to worry about shipping out prototypes. You don't have to do all that. You can just be like, hey, come join me, and we're good to go. Of course. need to see people watching in their eyes, but in terms of designing a game can help a lot. But it's not the same that playing live because the game takes more time of the people playing uh, and 
it's it's very different. I still play test with. I have groups of play tests around Portugal. From all the groups uh, in Portugal, we have have groups on Porto, Leiria, Aveiro, Lisboa, Faro. So uh, many like many players that like to to play heavy games, and I can uh, in the conventions I can play with them. And I live in Lisbon, that is the capital of Portugal, as you know, and it's the huge community 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 of uh, gamers is here, probably here in Porto, and uh, I have a lot of friends here that play my games. So. I have the best of the two worlds, you know. Very nice. Digital worlds to improve the um, the the design and to speed it up, and uh, many people that like heavy games and are uh, available to play my games here in Portugal live. So that's cool. That's cool. You're, you and sound I'm you very sound lucky as, for that. Uh, you sound as spoiled as we are, as far as design and playtest, as far as we are with just gamers in general around our city. So. With our game group. Well, I, I really like to have a group with, with the size of yours, but <laughs> someday maybe I am. I will be playing with you at your home somewhere. Someday. I I, I, I welcome fun. the opportunity. I think it'd be a lot yeah. of fun. So okay. Yeah. So real quick for those that are watching at home. Um, so Vital opens it. You open up the, the your Discord channel and uh, you're testing on Tabletopia to anybody that wants yes. to join. So after the video or after the interview and everything is over, we're actually going to link it down in in the show notes at the bottom. So if you guys want to join, it's too long of a uh, address to to read off. But uh, Amanda will take care of that adding that afterwards. So. Cool. I'm excited that people will be able to join you, Vital. Yeah, thank you very much. If people want to join me, I have the, the Discord channel. Just yep. go there. I I usually play the links. I usually open the links there. So for cool. my next uh, games table. So and just as join. far as oh Vito. sorry sorry and as far uh, as you guys asking questions during this, we're gonna uh, open it up to all the questions at the end. Amanda's making notes of all the questions, and she'll send them to me, and I'll ask Vital there uh, when we're all done here. So keep the questions coming. Um, Okay, so yeah, we you... we have a lot of sorry, sorry, Edward. We have a lot of questions. Shouldn't we? Oh, you are controlling that, right? Oh, yeah, we'll we'll take care of okay. all that. Don't sweat. Yeah. So okay, so getting back to uh, how you have changed and grown and evolved as a designer, how do you Did feel? I? How do you feel like you have? Did I? <laughs> Did I? I don't know. It's I still do the same stuff. Well, probably not. There's there's many things that I already know that it will not work. Okay, so I will not make the effort to keep going because experience does that, right? So sure. Uh, I won't experience that mechanics because I know that it it uh, it will not work. I, but I can try another one that I already know. It works well, so that saved me a lot of time. Um, and but experience to make better or worse games, I don't know if I grow or not. I think I do just what I feel at the time. So fair enough. So so, but uh, but the experience has definitely, if not changed you, has at least enhanced your ability to. To design because of the fact yes, that for sure, yeah. you, you know what does and doesn't work and what you 
as a gamer and as a designer enjoy and what you don't yeah yeah for sure that's that's uh, i can understand immediately because i tried right i already right. tried this it, it exactly doesn't, doesn't work hard. i can uh, also another thing that can come from experience is that you can um filter best the comments you received from playtesters for instance so you know uh, it's easy not easier not it's not ever easier but it's easier some comments that some people say oh you should try this or you should change this and i immediately know no okay i listen but <laughs> i don't even answer because i know that it will not work or sometimes it's uh, not that good idea come here or someone have a good idea and yeah it's exact this happened in co2 uh three or four days ago um, oh, wow. we are yeah we are play we were playing and i placed the mechanics on the game and that is very cool one of the best mechanics of the game and it wasn't me who created but i was very happy to have it um, <laughs> yeah it's true um i can tell you there's um a bonus on you, in, in CO2, you have a knowledge track that you can uh, progress, and there are some bonus when you reach some spots in that knowledge, you mm -hmm. advance in their spots in, in, as a bonus to another um, knowledge or receive some goods or whatever. And one guy, we are playing the cooperative uh, uh, version right. of the game, right. and one guy said, why not you be able to give this bonus to another player instead of just keep it for you. And that improved the game. That idea. So instead of keep the bonus for you, you can offer, since it's a cooperative game to play, right? You can offer that uh, goods to another player. That makes the game much more interactive. And uh, people talk more. That's the idea of a cooperative game, right? People <laughs> should. Sure, right. Interact and, and, and I, share ideas. Yeah, right. share ideas. And I, I was very happy to see. And that idea, I see immediately, this is a good idea. So I pick, place it in the game. Next day, I was playtesting and it works really well. So that's, that's really cool. That's yeah, really cool. That's the great moments you have when you design a game. You know, that just some guy told you. I don't I don't design games alone, right? Uh, because I have a great crew behind me. I have Eagle Griffin Games with all the stuff. I have Pauline Cow, that is my developer since Kanban. Yep. A great developer is always available to play with me. We will play a lighter game for my daughter in the next Sunday. Very cool. Uh, and um, also always available to design with me. Uh, so the guys who made the edition, Ian O'Toole, that's come up with a lot of uh, great graphic ideas. So I have my name on the on the box, but I am not the only one who make the game. Fair uh, enough. Yeah, I'm the guy. Right, and uh, okay, I, I I can sync the game uh, every day of my days, but. Uh, if it was not the playtesters, these comments, these ideas, and the, the, these guys like Pauline Cow and Julian, and Julian, uh, I couldn't make the games I do. Sure, today. I mean that makes sense. That it's it's definitely a group effort. You do the heavy lifting, but it's invaluable right, right. without the other guys. I understand that totally. 
possible for you to think about to think in everything okay sure. unless you are a genius maybe uh, i don't know probably there will be guys that do that uh, i can't <laughs> yeah I, I i totally can uh, appreciate that probably martin wallace can do that alone or uh vlada probably it's another guy that can sure. do that genius alone but i'm not a genius just design games and not just I the guy do what i, I love. <laughs> uh, all right so, and, so oh go ahead go ahead no, 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 keep going. Keep oh, going. I was going to say, so... so because of <laughs> the stories. And I, I know, I love, I love how animated and how excited you were getting talking about how you had this playtester come up with this great idea for CO2. So I wanted to kind of follow along talking about since CO2 is your next coming game after, you know, the gallerist, I'm sorry, uh, Lisboa, which comes out here in two weeks at Origins. So talking about CO2, that's kind of a unique design as far as the types of games that you had designed up to that point and up to now for all intents and purposes because of the fact that it's co-op slash semi-co-op. Where did that come from? Because you don't normally think of co-ops and semi-co-ops as heavier games, which is the type of games that you've designed mostly. So how did that come to be? Well, first the team, right? It was something that worries me and not... I was uh, researching the team uh, during a long time, and I decided to. It was a risk. It was my. It will be my second game, and uh, even Sandra told me it is a risk to release a game or try to release a game. I go forward to it, and um, at the time I was playing a few games that lacked some interactivity, and. I really want to design a game with a lot of interactivity. And that was my mistake, probably, <laughs> because it's too much <laughs> interactive. <laughs> because people don't own anything, right? right? So, yeah. And Eurogame. And I may have made a mistake in that game. Uh, uh, and uh, releasing the. the it, like it was, but it was a risk for me, and I really believe it. And I told you once when a, a history uh, that happens with me in Leria, with uh, Polo Soldad, Martin Wallace, and Mark Dirks. Okay. We play test CO2 mm -hmm. that time. We guys playing with me, and it was my uh, my high point of my career as the game designer because I was playing with. Two, 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 two great games, these game designers. So Martin Wall, Paulo. Uh, right. He didn't design games at the time, but yeah, probably he was thinking in Madeira already. Um, but uh, uh, that experience was so huge for me that I changed completely the game uh, in that day. And uh, after that uh, playtesting, I was sure that I want to release the game like it was. Um, probably also a little bit of... Uh, because I only had released um, Vinyos. Mm -hmm. um, 
but uh, uh, I regret a single two, uh, one single two that I made on that game that I'm trying to correct right now. All right, so so let me interrupt real quick and ask. So is are those the reasons specifically as to why you wanted to go back and revisit CO2? Or was it just a itch for other reasons? Or was it specifically those two or three, however many things that you wanted to change? Yeah, uh, two or three things. The first, remember I told you a while ago that uh, the reasons I want to re redesign venues and CO2 was different? Yeah, it is. Um, CO2 is because about, and they are right in, in, in terms, they are right. They, they complain that the game is uh, very mean or very aggressive to the player who builds the last step. Uh, because, and there is a stall at the end of the game that people don't like it. If you do the math, you can reach a balance, but people is not uh, is not doesn't want to do that it just like okay. to to play and see the points coming in right so okay. you don't, they don't want to do the math so one of the reasons is this in a way that people could say okay i can do this and i receive immediately return one thing that i promised to myself is that I will not make any more games with hidden, um, with hidden, uh, with hidden uh, scoring. This ah, okay. Uh, by a power, when you build a power plant, you are spending money. So, and money are points. So if uh, the power plant gives you 10 points and you are spending uh, 12 coins, you, your return is only four points. But what at the time, what people see is that he just received 10 points. Doesn't matter. They're okay? not looking so, at the net. Yeah, they it. are looking at the net. And uh, that was an experience for, my, for, for, for myself, for, for me at, at the time. And I want to correct this. The other thing is that I just don't want to correct this, but I, I, I will, in the reprints, Ask me for a reprint of the game. Okay, so I decided I will correct this, but I want to offer something more to the players. And just I had the just I did with, I'm sorry, with Vinus. I'm doing the same with CO2. That is designing a new version for other public for another public, the public that like to play a cooperative game. And the game is fairly easy to adjust to a cooperative play. Well. Not that fairly as I thought. Problems <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I couldn't solve yet, but uh, I will. I hope so, that I will. The publisher Geokix is in panic because I'm delaying the 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 deliver of the game. So so it's your fault. <laughs> and the game go to the. It's my fault. Yeah, it's entirely my fault. I already told him. But I don't want the game to be released without I'm happy with it. Again, I really need to make sure that the game is ready. All right. Uh, so, and, so, yeah. so when you go back and revisit, you're revisiting these either for one of two reasons. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Either to reach a broader audience because, you know, you do design games for a living and to make money, which obviously makes sense, but also so more people can enjoy your games or... And I, I want more people to play them, right? Sure. Oh, without a doubt. And the other reason being there might be, for lack of a better way to word it, uh, that you want to just improve upon deficiencies that you feel have 
been exposed or or that you have found? Yeah, I know fans have to 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 forgive me, <laughs> but I am human, right? I'm not of perfect. Of course. And, yeah, and I made mistakes, and I admit that it was a mistake from me to release you two with that gap. Okay, and yeah. Uh, I wasn't expecting because when I made the net, all the maths were correct, right? So, but I didn't thought about people at the table thinking as people, okay? Fair <laughs> Not enough. And I, I learned that, oh, from my experience, I learned that. And... All right. Trying to correct this in a new version of pre of CO2 because I could just release the game as it was. Um, Geokix Mikel wants to just do another reprint and of the game, and I told you no, let's wait. I want to re redesign CO2. It's not a bad game. Mathematician in the terms of math is very accurate, is very balanced, but I want to make a game more human uh, more for the people who is playing it okay? that totally makes sense uh -oh. and you want to make the game that you're that you want to make you want to get it to like you had talked about earlier to get it to the point where you're more comfortable with it you're yes, happy with it i hope you like the this one this version most than <laughs> you like the other one. Okay. <laughs> so I, I, I think... so what vital's alluding to is he knows that zo2 not my favorite yeah. uh of his um that said uh i'm looking forward to trying the new uh the new version so i'm willing to uh, give it a shake because i mean as much as you change the competitive yeah. yeah yeah as much as you change and evolve and mature and gain experience as a designer we do as gamers right so our tastes change the whole nine yards so yes that makes i heard sense. you told you to, to uh, telling these a uh, few times yeah. and <laughs> i also heard you to tell that when you played co2 you didn't have much experience playing games or heavy games true. at the time in uh, different way right yes. now so, yeah. <laughs> so we're, we're gonna give it a fair shake when it comes out yeah the game is mostly the same but uh, it's just offer you different paths, uh, and that is fun. We have been really happy and f uh, have been uh, we have having a lot of fun uh, playing this version of the game, and that's make me makes me happy. Okay, so very cool. The game is already there. I'm sorry, Mikel, if you are hearing this, it's still late. I'm not having the rule books, <laughs> <laughs> but. Just let's wait for a few couple, a couple of months or something. Yeah, I will finish it. <laughs> All right. All right. So we feel the pressure, right? Yeah. Sure. I also sure. Feel the pressure, but uh, yeah, you understand me, and I'm very lucky because all my publishers can understand that. Yeah. And I'll, I'll be. Not all. Yeah. I'll be. I'll be honest. I mean, everybody that you've talked about publisher-wise, be it Geo Chicks, What's Your Game, Ego Griffin, or Stronghold. Um, yeah. They uh, all of them seem to have something in common with you in that they give you a little bit of <sighs> flexibility and a, a long leash. Bad term, uh, but they give you freedom in your designs to make the game that you want to make. Yeah, I think they are happy with the sales, right? That makes sense because ultimately that's what it's all <laughs> yeah. about, right? Yeah. 
games that sell. Sure. If they, if they didn't, for instance, I know that Kanban will have a new reprint. I didn't change anything in the game. So guys, don't worry about it. It's the same game. But um, the publisher just uh, changed the cover and adds a few meeples that is uh, cars, wooden cars, beautiful wooden cars that I already had designed them for the first version. But since the publisher Stronghold didn't know if the game would sell or not, it didn't want to increase the prices or increase ah, the cost of the game right. for it. And seems like the game have some success inside the target and he wants to reprint. And now he decided that it was to uh, place those cars on the box. So probably the game will be more expensive because of the cars, but I don't know. Okay. He, he knows best his business. So, yeah. Okay. All right. So, so let's talk about uh, just kind of all your games in general. So a lot of them have had some sort of mini expansion, whether it be the, uh, the, the experts in Vinos, you know, the little extras that they throw in, uh, whether it's promos, mini expansions, whatever. Um, but they've never had any true expansions. Is that because you're satisfied with the game or is it that that's just not the way you design? Well, I think it's both, okay? I don't I don't play many expansions. I usually only play games with expansions if the game, the first version, is not uh, good and the expansion comes to improve the game. Okay. For instance, there's one game that came to... Uh, oh, oh. Oh, I don't know. Well, sorry, guys. Uh, I will remember. The, the expansion came to improve the game, and the people only play the game with expansions. So that's the only way I can I play games with expansions usually. Okay. Um, so I don't do it. I uh, don't do it. Uh, this does, doesn't mean that I can never do it in the future, but... That's not uh, really not, your forte. Yeah, it, gotcha. It's not my my way of designing. Yeah, but I like to have new ideas, like the the promos or the stretch goals, because the ideas are so much, and you cannot place them all in the game. When someone does a, a Kickstarter and you have the ability, or you are available. Uh, I will pick up all the ideas I had and let's go, let's do it and offer some uh, something to people. That's and cool. Many people like it. Uh, others never played with the expansions or the, the, the mini expansions or the promotions. But uh, for instance, the experts always played with them. Yep, we uh, do too. I had, always. Yeah, so, yeah, because it's give more uh, variability yep, to the game, right? Exa exactly, yeah. yep. And it's fun because I take this one, you have more and you are not seeing all the time the same stuff. Yeah. Right. All right, so let's change it up a little. So let's talk about okay. uh, a couple of your upcoming games that are on the lighter side. So you have Escape Plan, which you mentioned earlier. You also have Dragon Keeper, uh, which is... So these are lighter games uh, than what you've designed previously. And Dragon Keeper, correct me if I'm wrong, Dragon yes. Keepers, sorry, uh, you're designing with your daughter. How did... Was that her idea or was that your idea? 
come up with a conversation with me and her. She knows a lot about dragons. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> For me, I don't think I ever remember to make a team with dragons because I'm not a fantasy guy guy. I'm a fantasy game guy. So, yeah. But, um, well, she came up with it and the idea was cool. And I want to have a kid's game. Of course, the game have a version to people more <laughs> to grown-ups <laughs> so um it's a the, the the version for grown-ups is a cooperative version that is hard to win <laughs> well any good co-op should be right yeah but you can play with your kids in 10 minutes uh, you explain the game in two three four minutes and play one of the versions uh, the the dragons the arts are very cool uh, but uh, if you want to play something i will say a filler uh, between two good games, uh, the, the co-op version can be cool for you if you okay. want to play something with dragons. <laughs> All right, cool. So, so needless to say, though, this is not a new direction that you're going. This is just uh, a, is something that you want to do. Yeah, but it's hard experience, very hard, because <laughs> I'm never happy with the game. So I'm still... <laughs> Playtesting the game, and I playtest this game so many times, uh, you don't believe it. It's a really cool game, a very uh, small game, and it's uh, giving me a damn hard time of work. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Very cool. Um, so, Escape Plan is a completely different beast. Yeah. Oh, it's go, ahead, an easier, go ahead. It's an easier game, but um, it's an adventure game, uh, but it's not heavy. It's a medium game, okay? It's it, it can play. Uh, it's fun, uh, but it's almost um, um, cups against thieves. You are thieves. You want to escape from the city with men that you stole from a bank robbery and invested in the city. Uh, people, the story is there. Is these people are mad with each other? The players are mad with each other, so they are trying to uh, push the caps against the other ones and leave the city with the most money. The most guy wins. So it's still an economic game <laughs> with the most fun. You can say fun team, uh, not a heavy simulation game. But it can. I, I think it can be fun. Let's see what happens. Uh, okay. I'm not sure yet. So uh, I'm playtesting the game. I'm happy with some. I'm not happy with uh, some other parts. Okay. Uh, so so is this almost like? Uh, are these almost like a challenge for yourself to try and design something that isn't your wheelhouse? Because as you've said before, I mean, you tend to focus on the heavier, uh, thinkier, more involved, heavy economic games, whereas these are completely out of your normal wheelhouse. So where did these come from? Well, I, I'm still designing heavy games. Mars sure. is a heavy, heavy game. So and that's my line. But this one comes because... I really like the idea, and I think I have to rest a little bit of time from the... It's also a, a challenge to me, because I must know that I can be able to design other stuff. Okay. So this happened to me once, uh, when after I, 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 I designed Venus with What's Your Game. I was not sure if I was able to design alone with another company. So okay. I had that few moments of uh, fear. Oh, totally. That, I get that. Uh, 
I just designed this one with the with this guy. I don't know if I can design without him. And um, well, fortunately, that didn't happen. And this is another challenge again. I, I'm a guy from advertising, right? So I always I'm, I'm an art director. I always need to create something, and I always to be creating something different all the time. And yeah. Okay. All right. So. People will like the game. I hope so. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm very curious to check them out, <laughs> even if they're not in our normal wheelhouse, because I'm curious to see where you can go as a designer, because I I feel like I've gotten an, even if I didn't know you, Vital, I feel like I would know quite a bit about you just from the way you go about designing games and the way that you go theme first and how you like your interlocking mechanisms and all that. But this is so out of the ordinary, I think is a good way to put it for you that I'm genuinely curious to see what you can come up with in something that isn't your wheelhouse, so to speak. My wheelhouse, my beach, right? Right. My, my. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, it'll be fun life, to see. Life has many paths, right? So why not try some different and see what what you can do? Yeah. Have fun with it, right? Hey, if you're not yeah, having fun designing, and also this can can be good for me. I, I, I can confess this because I can go to a new target, right? So I can bring more people to play my games, uh, opening a game to a new. Uh, people. Yeah, new and audience. The yes. challenge, yes. The challenge is to keep the ones I have <laughs> and, <pick up. laughs> and add to it. Let's see. I hope I can do and, it. And, and that helps us. That helps us both as heavy gamers, but also as the podcast and the YouTube channel because of the fact that if you're you are able to bring people along and start them out with these games like Escape Plan and so on and so forth, and if they you know continue along that path and they find Vinos, they find the gallerist, they find all that, then it's more people for us to play with as well as more people that might be interested in what we do. So it's a win-win, right? Yeah, it's a win-win. It's good to, to make business like that, right? right. It's a good business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's everyone, everyone wins. It's, it's Totally. All right, so so let me let me ask you something that I've been dying to ask you for a couple of weeks now. All right, so your love of the Martin Wallace's brass is pretty well known. That's if not. Oh, if it's... I knew that coming. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> so it was really really entertaining for me sitting here when we did our live stream of Brass Birmingham, the the revision or. Mm, let me rephrase that, the new version of Brass, kind of like an Age of Steam difference in map that we live stream. Both Gavin and Matt from Roxley Games were in the chat and you and Matt were getting into it uh, back and forth about why they changed certain things in the game, not in Lancashire, but in Birmingham. And it just, it was fascinating to me to see the interaction between two different designers and how that came, how that interaction was going down, and it was it was civil. It wasn't heated or anything like that. I just know you're passionate. Yes, about we just brass. we just changed difference we, of opinion. Yeah, we had already uh, exchanged a few emails before, so okay. about to get the same game, uh, because 
it's not difficult to go to BGZ and see how many players I have from the game, right? I have, you know, 18, 19 brass logs on BGG mm -hmm. and I play a lot on internet, also brass. Maybe 500 <laughs> plays of brass. Right. So I'm very used to the game. So and he ob obviously he developed a new game, so he knows the game very well. Sure. So so, so let me ask you. We don't agree with some stuff, right? Right. And uh, I'm curious yeah. to get your take well, on it when it when it uh, when you get a chance to play it. In fact, if you want, I can bring it with me to Origins and we can try it. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, and I would get crushed, but it'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> no, so, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you, what aspects of Brass, um, is there anything in that game that you would like to take upon yourself to incorporate into a game? Or is it, are, is that game sacred to you that no, leave Brass alone, that should be its own thing, and then I will, I will not take anything from that in my own designs, if that makes sense? Yeah, I, I think brass is brass, so don't mix the games. So <laughs> yeah. But it's not perfect. I, I discussed this once with Wallace, Martin Wallace, uh -huh. the, the, the uh, that link that nobody uses, it's uh, well oh, taken stuff yeah, from yeah, the yeah. game. Yeah, and uh, but there are other things that I don't agree with how the way was uh, made. Um, it, it's it's technical stuff. Like everybody knows that nobody places the the star level one because it doesn't worth it. But uh, the way he saw it, the reason he saw it why nobody plays that star, and the reason I saw why nobody plays the star uh, was different. So the changes for me should be should have take a different path than the ones that Matt took. Okay, all right, fair enough. So it'll changes. be interesting to uh, to get your take on it when you get a chance to try it. Then, yeah, I think that we play level one just because we know we want to have uh, to to speed up our economy. Right. Because the level one stars doesn't give enough points, just give money to start. Okay, so it can right. avoid you to, to get the first loan or something. So you get one action for you, extra action, because you don't lose uh, time to get a loan. And I think the problem is because it just gives two points, not because economy. Right. So my change would be to increase the money his change was to increase the number of points. All so right. we are not, we don't agree with that change. Okay. The other thing that is big for me, and he should not uh, uh, change it, was the loans. Uh, that was the rule that says that you cannot take loans at the end of the game. Right. I know that was the 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 big thing that you guys were getting into. Yeah. But, all right. All right. <laughs> that can decide the winner. Yeah. All right. So uh, one last thing before we head over to the uh, peanut gallery and take a couple of questions. Um, so w on your designer page on BGG, there is a game that is listed on there, but it doesn't have an entry in it. And forgive me if I butcher the pronunciation, but is it Makina? Makina? Okay. Yes. Hey, Makina. I did it right. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know someone asked it here. Yeah. So, so what is that? Yeah, it's an idea. 
it's uh, empty, right? Uh, from a book I read a long time ago, and oh, it's totally secret. Oh, <laughs> I will not okay, tell fair anything. enough, fair okay. enough. So it will be a very different game. I hope to to make a very different game. It's what? an idea. I try a few things. I have uh, a few drawings. Ian already saw it and knows what I'm talking about, so I'm not inventing anything. Okay. So, Ian, if you are there, just confirm, Edward, that <laughs> this is a real game and a real idea. Uh, not a game. Game that I'm really excited All about. All right. Well, hopefully when you can talk about it, you can come back on and we yeah. can talk about it. Yeah? We can. And we will have a lot of the machine. It's not the machine. It's machina, but yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, All right. We will. We will for sure. Okay. All right. So, all right. So here we go. So uh, let's see. Lewis asks, uh, how would you rate the rule, the complexity? Uh, how would you rank them? Whether it's Lisboa, Venus, the Gallery CO2, oh. second edition. So while you drink here, uh, uh, for me, I think Venus and the Gal or, I'm sorry, Venus and Lisboa are real, real close as far as uh, just um, – it's a lot to take in, but once you get it, they both flow, but it's a matter of getting it to that point. And then I would put the gallerist down below that. And as far as CO2, I you tell me. Really? Do you think Lisboa is uh, heavy? It's it's got some. I, I just I just taught it twice. You need to play it with me. Yeah, you need to play it with me because you know I tell you the stories from the mechanics behind, and you will never forget it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, yeah, but I wrote those in the rule book so to, for people to to understand. For instance, Paul, the lightest game with Roa, and he knows all my games because he does the. Um, the gaming rules, you right. know. Uh, yeah. So, but at uh, which games are the most complex and which ones are the least? I don't know. I, I can say that the most complex game I have probably Venus, yes. Right. Uh, then probably um, uh, Kanban after it, and um, I don't know. Gallerist and Lisboa have the same weight for me. Ah, all They're right. Very very different. Once you start playing Lisboa, uh, the game is really easy. You play one card and you take one card, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny because I, I taught you have it. nine actions to choose. So. I, I get that, but I just taught this twice at, at HeavyCon and I joked that, yeah, I mean, it's a real simple game. You play a card, you draw a card. Where, where's the problem? So there's a little bit more to it than that. You and I both know that though. Yeah, uh, yes, I know. I know what I'm going to hear. Well, complexity, <laughs> yeah, complexity, uh, just for the sake of complexity. I disagree That's for the. the I, I, I really, I, I really do. And and here's the thing. So on that note, let me uh, let me uh, mention this. Then when I was teaching uh, Lisboa this last weekend uh, at HeavyCon, both times that I taught it. And you know this from listening to our show and everything else, that theme, eh, it's not really a, a deal breaker if a game does not have uh, a, a real well-integrated theme. I can deal with it as long as the mechanisms are good. However, I will say this, that the theme of Lisboa worked so well in the integration of the mechanisms that this is the first game that I've ever taught on the heavier end of the spectrum that 
explaining the why with the theme behind it made teaching and the absorption of the teaching from the other player's standpoint way easier. So seriously, well done on that. It's, it's, it's good. Thank you. It's good to hear that because I even wrote that in the rule book. <laughs> you noticed all the mechanics are explained with the, yep. the small box explaining why they are there. Uh, so, yeah, I really made an effort to show people that the team comes first from the mechanics with me uh, because that sentence I just said to you, complexity for the sake of complexity that I keep uh, hearing, mm -hmm. it hurts, you know, sure. because, okay, the games can be complex, but if I take that complexity from the game, I heard what I heard from many people saying that, oh, I didn't like the first vineyards because it's too much complex, but now I play this one and I really prefer the, the other one because you took some complexity for the game that it was there and give character to the game or it gave the, 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 the pressure of the game like this or something else, I don't know. But it's strange to see that People need to play a lighter version to see that the other one at the final is not that complex. Is I just want to place it. Um, and I agree that, and I've said this uh, a lot recently, whether it's on Twitter, whether it's on the show, whatever, that I don't want a game have all the rough edges taken off of it because of the fact that those rough edges are what give the game its character, which give the game it's 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 soul and i feel like the banking aspect in vinos does exactly that and when you take that out on the 2016 version the game is fine but it's not the game that i want to play yeah the game is still good not for instance again with grogan he, he prefers to play the new version than you prefer to play the right. new version many people have different tastes right so Totally. I just try to make the games good, so and try to make most of the people to to enjoy them. And Nothing you enjoy the first version. Paul enjoyed the second version, so everybody's happy. Sure. Okay. okay so Jared asks, what version? I know the answer to this, but what version of Vinos do you prefer to play? Uh, I like both. Sometimes I prefer to have uh, most uh, tension and difficult game to play. Sometimes I prefer to play something that doesn't make me think so hard <laughs> or let me uh, tired after play. Uh, I can confess, Vinyus let me tired after play. Oh, you so. and me both. I've always said that it's arguably the 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 hardest game I've I've had to play uh, up until this last year. That definitely but was it, the case. It, it's not hard because of the rules. It's no, hard no, no. It's it's you up here. Really have to sing, right? Yes, so. totally. All right, I like so, to hear that. <laughs> so Jamie asks, uh, talk about your collaboration with Ian O'Toole, which obviously Ian O'Toole has done a lot of your games of recent. And yeah, and he still does it. He still does. He, still, he will do CO2. Okay. And I hope he's, that he, he have time to make Escape Plan also. Okay. So is that and, a is that a is that a you uh, ha, uh, brought him on, or is that the publisher, or how does that work? How did that come to be? I, I think we made a good team, just that. He have great ideas 
uh, I, I can reach him, I can communicate with him in an easy way, so if team that is wanting should not change, right? And we became friends. And we chat every day using Hangout or Skype or... We work on the daily basing in my games and I cannot do that with any other uh, designer. And fortunately, fortunately, um, Eagle Game, Eagle Griffin lets me work with him. The problem is that Eagle Griffin is also giving work from other guys from them. And he <laughs> has less time for me now. <laughs> of course, the guy needs to work, right? So. <laughs> sure. Oh, so now, so there's jealousy now. Now you're like, no, he no. was lying for No, <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. Really I'm jealous. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time. Ian, are you listening? I need to talk to you tomorrow. I don't <laughs> Um, all right. So you said that uh, CO2, you're still working on some things here and there. Um, are we still uh, looking at Essen or do you have a time frame? Do you think or too no, early to say? Not it was uh, at the beginning, yes, when I talked with the publisher, Geokix last year, it will be Essen. Probably will not be because, because of me. Uh, <laughs> it's not ready, the game. The game's uh, it, done when it's done, right? Probably Kickstarter will be still this year, uh, July, August, September, I don't know. But okay. the game is postponed by the Geokick site for Mars already. Okay, and all right. Yeah, I'm not worried with it. I just need to have it ready. And that's what I want here. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um, I, I don't want to redesign it. Sure, sure. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's see here. Eric. Uh, oh, go ahead. Joke. What? I don't, it was a joke. I don't want to redesign it. Oh, no, 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 no. I know, I know, I know. Um, so who is who is your favorite designer uh, that, other than you? Is it Martin Wallace or is it someone else? Other than me. Yes. <laughs> other than me, it's cool. Uh, no, it's, it's Martin Wallace. Still is Martin Wallace. Uh, but I really like designers, uh, designs from other designers. Uh, one of my favorite games from nowadays, it's a really light one. Well, medium may maybe, from Feld. It's uh, Castle. I really love. Oh, really sorry. Hold, hold on. Design. You cut out. You said Castles of Burgundy? Castles. It's one of my favorite games. Huh. All right. That's uh... that game. That's that's uh, one of uh, mine and Amanda's favorite games to play together as well. So yes. cool, yeah. good deal. Really, I really dig designs from Stefan Feld. I love their first designs. Uh, the one with China, how to talk at the year of the dragon, right? Uh, yes. You that one? Well, you of course it? you like that because the game hates you. Of course you like that. <laughs> yes. So I love the game, and he has great designs. Uh, Feld. Right. Uh, Ulf, of course, have also great designs. Uh, I like Vlada. I think he's a genius uh, because uh, he's so versatile and he designs so many stuff with fun. I think that guy can do can design anything. I, w I agree that he is the most unique designer that I've ever, we were talking about this this weekend, that he has a range that almost no other designer has, that he can design 
heavy games through the ages, Dungeon Pets, yes. Dungeon Lords, or Galaxy. Tra I mean, old I, names. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. So I, I like a lot of designers. Martin Wallace stay with me because, oh, Mike Gerks. I'm, I love Mike Gerks. Uh, I love uh, uh, their first designs. Imperial is still one of my my first my first uh, games and my favorite designs. Um, but Martin Wallace stays with me because I play tested with him, <laughs> you know. That's got to be he, cool. Yeah, I, I knew him and I had interviews with him. And I even defend him or being involved in problems they have. So I'm, I'm, I think I know it better as a designer. Uh -huh. He has, he have Age of Steam, he have Brass, he have Tinder's Trail, he have a lot of great games that um, I love and okay. I still play. I still All right. So um, two last play, questions I, here. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, the first one is Trent asks, what themes do you have on the back burner to explore? So, okay, obviously you have Unmars, which is on hold but coming, understood. Yes. You have yeah. Makina, which is a big mystery. And then um, <laughs> it, now you also earlier, you said that some of these games, you know, you'll you'll mess with and it'll be a couple years and then you'll come back. Do you yes. have any idea on... And I realize we're already we're talking about 2019 at this point, 2020. But is there yeah, something 2020, 2021? Yeah, <laughs> right. Is there something that there's a fire inside you that you're like, I need to design this about this theme? Sorry, I didn't hear the last part. Oh, sorry. I say, is there a is there a theme that is that is just burning inside you that you're like, this theme has to get done. I have to make a game about this, whatever this is. Well, uh, right now, I don't know. I'm very divided. I I had it during Lisboa. I had it during the gallerist. Combine is about cars. Not something that I have to burn it about it. Right. I really love wine, uh, but uh, my next designs, I have the same passion to design them. Okay. I don't know if they are the the team, right? Okay. There are so many teams that you can write about or design about, so that I just enjoy them. Okay, fair enough. Maybe sometimes I maybe one day I found one. I don't know. Maybe okay. about beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is Portugal. Uh, I don't know yet. All right. Um, last question. So Kent asks, uh, have you uh, favorite books? Do you read uh, a lot of novels or anything like that? I'm from one of my favorite books. Uh, and the game was called um, The Weather Machine. I'm already... Told <laughs> uh, you uh, some information about it. Right. Uh, I don't know. I like uh, uh, Jack London. I like uh, a lot of uh, police uh, romances. I read uh, light, um, light uh, books okay. sometimes because I like to have to be at the beach or something and nice. read a book. Yeah. Uh, and I like some fantasy. Talking, of course. Okay. Uh, All right. But, 
Tolkien. I read Tolkien, and I'm a fan of uh, Star Wars. So, <laughs> <laughs> but right. every stuff that appears to read about them, okay. uh, yeah, I, I read. I don't. I don't have a favorite um, author uh, writer. Okay, but uh, I read them. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I like to. All right. And, yeah. Well, that's it. Oh, before we finish, sure. I have. You asked me about Portugal, Portuguese food. Uh -huh. So yeah, and <laughs> because I didn't know how to say in English, and but uh, once you come to Portugal, uh, Leiria probably next year. Yeah, we, oh, we, we are coming. Yeah, you have to try the Portuguese uh, stew. It's cozido, right? It's stew. Okay. With a lot of a lot of meats, different meats. Okay. And and uh, two potatoes. It's great. It's Portuguese, very very healthy. And you have to try a thing that is a little bit strange for you probably. That is, I will say in Portuguese, carne de porco alentejana means uh, roasted pork with clams. That sounds delicious. I love clams. Yeah, I love is. pork. The, I, what, uh, yes. Uh, and pork, but uh, it's it's one of my favorite dishes in pork. We will Very we will do that dish. at Lyricon in 2018. Yeah, Date. try I, I I am going to have to brush up on my Portuguese because <laughs> yes. that is a lot of words well, to say. You know to say bom dia and obrigado, right? See. Si. <laughs> it's, enough. it's enough for us. We talk the rest in English. Okay? All right. Okay. Hey, always have welcome here. So. Thank you. I mean, we, we've been going for over an hour and a half. I really, really appreciate you really? taking the time. Oh. Exactly. See, I told you it was going to be fine. a lot of fun. Well, and I talk a lot. I hope people <laughs> didn't get bored. To I me. don't think so. I think everybody thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. So seriously, thank you very much for taking the time. Um, thanks for designing the games that you designed that we enjoy playing. And uh I will I, keep doing my best, Edward. Thank you very please. much for inviting me. Of yeah. course, and I will I will see you in two weeks at Origins. Yeah, I'm really eager because I will have a lot of people asking to play Lisboa, right? For <laughs> it's sure. Not, it, it will be the time of my life because I will demoing and play Lisboa during five days in a row for a lot of people. That that's, will never happen again. <laughs> that's awesome, man. I'm happy for you. And uh, yeah, thanks again, and we'll see you in two weeks, okay? Yeah, thank you, Edward, and great show you have here. Thank you. I appreciate it. So, Vital, <laughs> hang out for one second, and I yes. will shut yeah. it down, but stay stay on the line. So, everybody watching at home, thank you very, very much for joining us. This is the first time we have tried something like this. So, if you like it, uh, subscribe, everything. Our patrons, we're up to 211. Uh, support us, patreon.com forward slash heavy cardboard. Other than that, thank you, and I will... Be back later on this week with more content. We'll figure out as we go along since I'm doing this full time now. So thanks a lot, y'all. All right. Take care. Thank you very much.